I have to imagine this this may change depending on the opponent. But have you have you been able to get a pretty good grasp at this point of your managerial career just how aggressive you can be on the road in this league? Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it's um, every season soccer changes, every season roster change. So I think it's it's more the individual team. We we expect a very aggressive opponent in Dallas. Things haven't been going all the way in their favor, but still a very very good team, well coached team, a team that's been in the playoffs the last two years. That that we expect a, a team that needs a and wants a, re, a positive result out of this game. So. That one thing for me is expect the team to come. Um, like I said before, Lucci, is, his teams have been, they play the same home or away. Um, very proactive, very aggressive, very vertical. Um, and I don't expect any different. And, and it's, I think, you know, there's, there's, some, there's some things that you got to talk about when you do go on the road. Uh, that's a little different than being at home. But we're not going to bunker up by blueprint. Right, so we don't have a plan to go and bunker up, but there's there's moments of the game, Tom, that the opponent's doing such a good job that they force you to get back, uh, and vice versa, you towards the opponent. Any other questions for Freddie? Use the raise hand function. Tom will stick with you. Your line's open. Freddie, um, I don't think I asked you this, and this is probably a question I should have asked you maybe a few weeks ago. So <clears throat> I do apologize, but. Well, is there any level of, of concern for you as it relates directly to kind of the, the soft tissue injuries that a few of your players have, have suffered over the first uh, month of the, the season? Not really. I think, I think um, you know, we, we definitely talked about it. Uh, but I thought Aaron's, you were always, there was always some sort of maybe potentially a concern because he did two camps, right? He did two camps. I thought they really would only miss the game. We, we actually decided on the second game to not go with Marcelo and Aaron. They had done everything in the lead-up to it, but precautionary because, for, you know, fourth game of the season as opposed to 30 more games in the season. We want to be intelligent. Um, Anderson pro could have played um, that, that game against um, San Jose, but, again, precautionary because I've, I've been coming out and doing the coaching on the day before, uh, on the day of the game in the morning, he he did everything we asked. Um, so, you know, there's definitely things that we talk about, Tom, and you know, we we go over the loads and and we we look back at things that potentially have gone that. But I think it was more of a you see this type of stuff early in the season because you're just coming off a long preseason. All of a sudden, they're forced to to jump into games that are in many ways way faster than what the preseason games were. Um, but these were not as bad as as they could have been, and we just wanted to make sure that we, it, it didn't turn out to be four, five, six weeks and just really have a miss a game or two. DJ, your line's open. Freddie, as you make these decisions, how much you weigh in trying to keep 16 to 18 guys really involved, knowing full well you're going to need that many guys later this summer when the schedule gets crazy, and to, to have them sit for a couple months. I mean, they're part of the team, but when you're sitting, you might not feel like it. How much you're trying to uh, kind of avoid that and keep everyone involved for later? That's a challenge, James. Uh, we're lucky as a club that we do have a second team, and I think here now with vaccination and all that, we'll allow the the... The, you know, the being able to go and, and, and the 
in the mixed teams and, and get um, the transitions from one team to another a whole lot easier. Where last year we weren't allowed. I think that that's a plus that will allow for some of that frustration as a as a football you want to play. So I think that will help us um, here in the next couple of weeks. I think you you may see some players go and play with Monarchs, uh, which is that's huge to keep guys in rhythm. Like you're saying, you know, they reminder that they're part of the team. Um, but yeah, it's our job is we want to keep everyone in 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 rhythm of sort. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we, we scrimmaged with Vancouver. With guys that didn't get minutes, that was very important. Um, and we, we need to use this Monarch situation because every single player will be used at some point. Every player is important to our team. Every player had a very good preseason uh, for us. So that's the hardest part of the, uh, of, of the gig is you know, making sure that everyone is remembering that the team is the most important and that everyone is, is important to the team and respected. Um, but there's decisions that got to be made. Uh, but we'll look at the calendar and see how we can get them games. And like you said, after we come back on that June uh, 18th game, then we start getting some, some midweek games, and that's when you really know that uh, guys got to stay in rhythm, guys got to keep training well, guys got to stay positive, guys got to stay united because they're going to be used um, to help the team out. Tom, your line's open. Ready? Um... The ability to counter-attack is, is probably priceless going on the road. And I know you've made comments in the past when I've asked you questions about road games, and you've said, in an ideal world, we would like to still control the possession and the tempo on the road just like we do at home. But I also I think, realistically, we both know that there are just going to be games on the road that that doesn't happen. Now, whether or not this FC Dallas contest is one of them is yet to be determined. But the ability to counterattack, is that, is that one of the large differences from last year to where we are this year? And I know you've only had one away game, but you guys counterattacked with such aggression against Minnesota in that opening game. Does that, does that help the team out a ton on the road? A lot, a lot, Tom. I think just, 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 just the, the phase of it, the transition phase, we, it's, it's, so, it's modern-day soccer now. Right, so the, when I'm talking about the phases, so you have your attacking phase, defensive phase, but in between those you have your transition. Transition from defense to attack, transition from attack to defense. It, both of them become critical in, in modern day soccer. It's definitely something that we've been talking about more now. So in a loss of possession, we're, you're constantly hearing us at training and the players reaction, reaction, get to the ball, press the ball, don't let them out. On the flip side, when we win the ball, guys, look forward first, run forward first. Now, if you can't, you know, retain the possession and then, and then look for the opportunity to go forward again. I think characteristically, um, some of the players that we added to the team this year, they, they, they naturally look for those. So then it's not that we weren't saying it last year, but I think you have players that have that same mind frame. Then it comes out a little more natural. And, yes, we are focusing a little bit more. Today we had, uh, you know, uh, spend a a chunk of a, an exercise where it was on the transition from defending to attack because you got to get chemistry there you got to learn how to create spaces for others you got to you know do it at pace in, in in many ways take marks away to create gaps for others so we'll continue to work in that phase because i think it's huge at home as well it's just part of the game that you, you got to make sure that you're good at it um, if, when the opportunity comes you got to look to punish your opponent any other questions for Freddie? Use the raise hand function. Tom, your line's open.
when you're ready. Sorry, buddy, I forgot to uh, <laughs> click the unmute button. Um, I was talking for like 10 seconds to myself in the end, but what I was getting at was where are, where are some of the position battles at at the minute? And the reason I ask is Donny Toya came off at left back, Ashton Morgan came on. Is he realistically uh, pushing uh, Donny Toya for that starting spot? Or was that kind of just a, a one-off uh, thing that took place? And then Andrew Brody at right back... Aaron Herrera, if he's fit this week, is you know what? And I'm sure you can't tell me too much, but certain positions right now there seems to be a ton of competition, which I'm sure you're happy about, but also not so happy about because you don't get as many hours sleep at night. <laughs> no, you're right. There, there is competition. Ashton's in there, Brody's in there. Um, you know, Donnie's, Donnie's in there. Donnie's been a, a, a regular for a long time. Aaron's been a regular for a long time. I think we lacked the experience um, a little bit in the last year. And then with that experience was Ashton. We brought him for that reason. Then he couldn't play because of some international stuff and, and the whole COVID. And it was just a rough year for Ashton, but he definitely had a good preseason. Um, Noah, Noah's in there. Tate's in there. Uh, we have, you know, there's a lot of teams that go with not having many left backs. All of a sudden we have a lot of left backs. Uh, and then we didn't have anyone to push Aaron last year. And now we have someone to push Aaron, but both of them can play on the left. When I coached Brody at the academy, the three years that he played with us, he played on the left side as a winger, right? So he's not, he's not uh, I mean, he's familiar to the left side. Aaron has played left. That's where he started his career with us in the left back. Now a right back, went on international, played left back uh, and right back. So um, we, we have a good share of uh, outside backs that I think, you know, it allows us for flexibility, allows us for tactical changes it also allows us for rotation and I think if the guys are playing at their best like you've seen here um, there's going to be some characteristics from the players that we have that are better suited for some games than others. David your line is open. Freddie uh, Beasley was talking to us about watching film with FC Dallas and kind of seeing what they do and just commented on how dangerous they are when they get comfortable and you let them establish a little rhythm it doesn't seem like a big deal because they're deep and they're in their own end but it really gets them rolling and I suppose that's true of lots of teams to one degree or another but maybe a little more true of Dallas does that make your ability to press them the things you've talked about winning the ball back right away keeping them uncomfortable even more important this week it does it does it um yeah. but more than anything it's our discipline that the the, the the moments that we choose that we do it with conviction you know, I think it's. I think I agree with with bees. Um, there's going to be moments that we got to put them on. Uh, I'll give you an example. So I think for a goal kick in their favor, like we have to be aggressive. We have to put ourselves in aggressive positions. We have those are moments that you don't have to let them get into a rhythm. A throw-in for them. That's a set piece. Quickly get yourself tight. Don't let them throw it in and connect. So we don't have to defend for for longer uh, moments. When we are organized and, and, and they start knocking it around, the, the, the conviction of our front players to try to lock them to one side, like there has to be a change of pace where you really get in their face and you force them to play predictable passes. Meaning for us is they play from a center back to a wide area. We got to go. That's predictable for us. We know what to do when that happens. Or they, we force them to a center back that now plays up the channel in a direct ball, not a diagonal, a straight ball. That, that's, that's, we got to put, force the opponent to more of those moments uh, so they don't get into the rhythm. That said, they're at home. 
there's going to be long portions of times that we do have to defend. And we got to believe in, in and be ready to suffer for, for long periods of times and moments, just like teams do here, just like Nashville did here. That's not an excuse to then get sloppy and not keep discipline and not open up. Like, you've got to still keep the discipline and control those moments. So even if you have to defend from a mid block to a low block, you do it, uh, and then you play from there. Sean, your line's open. Yeah, Freddie, I just wanted to uh, – I know you've, you're pretty close to David, obviously going back years and years, Ochoa, uh, to the academy and whatnot. And, and so I just kind of wanted to get your reaction, how excited you are for him to get this chance with the U.S. senior team. Um, but also because we in the media like to make a controversy of everything, have they told you anything about scheduling and kind of how long he's going to be there, availability, that kind of thing? No, we just got the, uh, the call-up, um, the letter that he's called up, but we haven't had – the duration and games and all that type of stuff. But to, to answer your question, we're super excited. We're always excited for any of our players that goes uh, on international call and even a little extra more excited when it's someone that comes out of our, our academy that just shows the work that was done um, and from the academy into, for, in his case, the Monarchs to first team. Um, it, it's always a, a, you know, a, a special thank you to every coach that put the energy to support him and help groom him. Uh, and, and him getting some taste of this, um, but we're excited. This is, always looks good on the club. It helps with with professionalism and growth in the individual's player development, and and love it. And you know, for me, I want telling you guys like our goalkeeper coach that's been with them now, uh, Ignacio Hernandez, the two other goalies that that at Putna and and uh, and Zach Zach, and they've taken this mentor role made it a competitive environment to push them. They're battling for themselves day to day and week to week to, to get on the bench, to challenge them for a plane in a game. But the environment that those guys have created for each one of them to continue to develop and develop in an environment where they feel comfortable, not comfortable where, oh, I got the starting job, but comfortable and I want to work, I get along with my teammates, has been amazing. And those guys uh, deserve a lot of credit for, for helping uh, Ochoa right now in his development and the call-up as well.